Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, tonight, D-Generation X proudly brings to you the greatest show on earth. And that's the bottom line, because Stone Cold said so. Joe Black, Chris Mindell, the Sons of Slam podcast. in the game no post office we stand for time took a slice out of the big apple made apple pies family size leather bombers and nike sakai dangerous corners you better pray that tomorrow arrives rap sugar ray robinson nothing sweet y'all too out of shape to even box with me heavyweight i know my way around the ring just like Saudi, know a way around a storm Making hits with hit boy, all he gotta do is hit record Record breaking news, had to show up just to fill a void Confused boy, little boys, y'all better keep your poise Leave me out of the weasel shit, be cool when you see me I'm hot at all that rap diva shit The hood know you pussy, so we don't borrow believing it Locked in on the instrumental, I took back the key to this uh, Run me the keys, run me the bees, run me that float back Your top three, I'm not number one, how could you post that? I would have crowned the city is mine, you cannot hold that I'm not the one to go at, you fuck around me, Joe Black Run me the keys, run me the bees, run me that flow back What I'm saying, top three, I'm not number one, how could you post that? Uh, I would have crowned the city is mine, you cannot hold that I'm not the one to go at, you fuck around me, Joe Black What I'm saying, people saying what's already been said Predictions, I don't listen, it's already in my head, no funny shit Your most hungry place, I was past that in 28 Underground tapes, as my ass cap and publishing states As we slide in the G-Ride, I've been getting criticized It's keeping me energized, create with a business mind I'm from where killers reside, a wild hood only new goons since my childhood Niggas say anything in their raps cause it sound good Don't even mean I mean, unless I get famous I'm not gonna have a song named Meet Chris Mindell. This is bullshit. We don't respect fake jewelry and silly outfits. Window down, blowing out cuts. Great tits. New York's J Prince on Houston Street. I caught the bounce before my nigga even. Joe tells me the beginning of the week or last week. He's like, "Have you heard Nas's new album?" I said, "Not yet, no." And he goes, "Listen to track two and then make it the intro for the song and the name of the track." Meet Joe Black. Meet Joe Black. Run me the keys. Run me the bees. Run me that flow back. And that's why you were on the air at one point, brother. I hit that post. Right? When I tell you I have listened to the song at least a dozen times by now, uh, it's been out since Christmas. I gotta tell you, man, that's awesome. That's fucking awesome. I'm just, I'm keep that on the loop right there. This, I gotta tell you, the track is, is fire. <laughs> it's so good. Is, it really is. It really as is. As soon as my buddy sent it to me, I was like, the one thing I want, I just don't want this to be done. Yeah, this is. I don't want my name attached with a dud. <laughs> <laughs> that was a fire beat. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the last episode of 2021 Sons of Slam in your ear. My name is Chris Mindell, along with Nas's own Joe Black. How are you, sir? I'm not the one to go at. You fuck around, meet Joe Black. Uh, man, I've been saying that in my head all week that was odd that was odd i'll give it to you um it's really going to my head it's not gonna be good <laughs> you have to now on your phone even if you can just get an old school boom box and just carry it around everywhere you go yeah because like you have to make an entrance every room you go into now that's uh, like i've i've 
at first my wrestling entrance i always said was i don't want to stop by ozzy osbourne great song it was used for a pay-per-view back in the day in like 08 09 okay now i know for sure no matter what this song is going to be my my wrestling entrance theme it has to be it has to be i mean there's no choice it's your damn name i know with a with a insane beat on it that's good for you Something I'm so you. happy, <laughs> as you should be. I'm, 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 I'm happy for you. Uh, and I'm until, so happy. and until I can get uh, Jay Z to do me Chris Mindell, my theme song, if I was a wrestler, will <laughs> still be, will still be on fire by Lloyd Banks. But uh, until then, that's a good one. That's a good one. Yeah. Shout out to my buddy Renzo who uh, put me onto the song. He sent me a DM of uh, Nas releasing the album, mm. And I go, no fucking way. So I sent it to every single person that matters to me that would know it. And I was just so happy. I was so happy. <laughs> Renzo also listens to the show. Shout out to him. He gave us a, a very, very good review. Oh, thank you very much, When I was sir. talking with him the other day. Thank you. So. Tell your friends. Oh, I have never been more happy in my life, I think. <laughs> I mean, maybe a couple times that I can think of off the top of my head. Steven knows what I'm talking about. But, um, yeah, uh, yeah. Yeah, cloud nine, brother. Very nice. Very nice. Um, So this is it. This is our last show for the year uh, going into 2022 with, you know what? I don't know. As far as expectations, it's this year for me, um, personally, professionally, has gone into a realm of just like, a multiverse of possibilities. I'm I'm, I'm calling back uh, Spider Man since I just watched it. Um, which, by the way, insane, Banger. insanely good. Go go check it out. Um, that and I say that to say like uh, things for me are can go in any which way direction. I have no idea. Uh, jobs coming, jobs going, jobs quitting, jobs getting, um, relationships, uh, uh, loves, likes, friends, enemies. Like it's just all over the place, and so. I, frenemies. Frenemies. I, I say all this to say is that uh, the new year is a big riddler question mark for me. And the only thing that I am certain of, which the Batman, check, uh, check another call back. Check out the new trailer. Um, <laughs> the only thing that is certain for me is that I look forward to this show doing another crazy round around the earth next year in 2022 with you. So, again, guys, thank you so much to your friend, to everybody, to our friends. That's the only way we had any listeners was initially our friends who told a friend yeah. who told a friend. Um, shout out to my my other friend Mike who keeps posting uh, on my my Twitter videos and and comments as soon as it comes out and the the the, the hit goes on your screen saying that the the track is up. He's immediately literally it's like two hours later I get a I get a post from him saying uh, you know this this and this with the the the, uh, the episode. So again, thank you all to uh, 2021 and here's to bigger and better things for next year. Absolutely. And with that being said, uh, I would like to talk um, things that happened recently uh, in the last week or two with events uh, both on TV and live. And I would also like to go over, as it seems to be, at least for myself, uh, kind of a tradition that I'd like to do and go over with you and everybody that listens, uh, best and worst of the year. Absolutely. And the best and worst, uh, I will preface it now and I will preface it when we get to it by saying... It is our personal list. Uh, don't you, when you when you initially get mad at an opinion, it's an opinion which makes it yours. It's and mine. also probably going to be my opinion. 
it, it's it, it, if not the, the numbers of the ranking, it's in the realm. Yeah, I, I, I promise you, it's in the it's under the umbrella of either the best or the worst. One of my top five, mm. absolutely nobody I know is gonna like it. Okay, I'm I'm leaving it at that until we get to it. Okay, fair enough. All right, um, we and as of and we always say this, it seems like every time we record something, it's like the second I press stop, some news comes out. And every so, single time, every and s- I thought about it when this news that you're about to say came out. It, yeah, well, I'm not even gonna get to it yet because I'm gonna put it in, in with the best and worst because it's kind of all lumped in. Um, but because uh, that that is my my top worst. Uh, but it happened today, as of today is the third, the 29th, excuse me, Wednesday, December 29th, 2021 uh, of this recording, and it happened earlier today, and so we'll get to that. Um, let's really quickly go over what happened this past uh, Friday. Uh, Christmas Eve edition of Rampage. I'm going to go over with uh, 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 last Saturday. That was Saturday. You're right. I'm sorry. That was Christmas. The Christmas, was, night, uh, Christmas edition night edition of Rampage. That is right. Correct. That's right. That's right. Because um, Friday. Why? Why was it pushed back a day? Uh, and uh, NBA. 24 hours of a Christmas story. You cannot move a Christmas story for anything. Apparently. And that's, hang on a second. Go ahead. Go on. You're telling me. Mm-hmm. That they play one movie 24 hours long? So TNT played 24. They do it every year. It's every year, Christmas Story, 24 hours. TBS played Christmas Story, and then they started playing other movies. But it's been like that every year. Interesting. Yes. That is crazy. Do they own the rights to that or something? They have to. I guess. (laughs) To To run a movie 24 hours straight? Yeah. That's wild. At any point, you can catch like parts of this, and then go back to that same channel, catch another part of it, and put it all together, <laughs> and make one movie. Yep. So that's that's where your your rampage uh, got moved to for Saturday. I forgot about that. That's right. Thank you. Um, so that raw, uh, really quickly with a couple things with that because Lord knows I, I need to just quickly get something off my chest with raw. It happens every week. Um, and then we'll get to the the list and all that good stuff. Let's do it. All right. So. Um, I do want to mention Saturday's uh, Rampage, where the main event uh, uh, was uh, Sammy Guevara against uh, Cody Rhodes. And I'm still always baffled and befuddled by Cody Rhodes, especially now with everything going on. And I think Steven yesterday mentioned, as far as watching one of the the older pay-per-views, and said that uh, uh, it's just weird to see... Cody so loved at one point and then he made one comment online and it kind of got all twisted. Not comment. Did wait, didn't he? I thought he made some I thought he said something uh about fandom or or turning heel or something like that and that's why everybody started hating him. That was that was once the ball was already in motion. Indiana Jones is already running away. Okay, so what caused the boulder to start running him over? People just started to realize that that he was getting pushed down our throats. Oh, he's getting a Roman Reigns. I thought it was something. There wasn't was really, there wasn't really one singular act that made him start to get booed by everybody. Mm. But it was just like, you know, when I think it started, I think the very precipice of this is when he won the TNT title for a second time against Bro- Brody Lee. Mm. Right. Yes. Yes. 
in Brody in the dog collar match. Brody leads the last match, right. if I'm not mistaken. I think that's when everything started to go downhill for Mr. Rhodes. <laughs> okay. Um, I will, and also before we get to the results of that, uh, two quick things with, uh, and I, I know what the, the second thing I'm going to mention, you're probably just all, you're, you're have a bone for already. Uh, Miro's promos are. That's not what I have a bone That's for. not what you know. That's not, I said the second thing. The oh. first thing I'm, I'm mentioning is Miro's promos are, I think, not that I think, I know personally, some of my favorite promos on, in wrestling today. They are absolutely hysterical. And they're so subtle, and there's just no kind of uh, uh, emotion when he's saying it's, it's either it's just very flat line, straight responses that he has. So the point where he goes uh, about my flexible wife, my hot flexible <sighs> wife, is just I spit out my drink every time, and for some reason I'm drinking every time he's on TV. So it's very weird. So I, I you pointed the TV like that once upon a time in Hollywood meme. Yes, <laughs> like there you that. You? 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 Ah, 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 ah. Ah. You. He's very funny. He just started saying my hot wife at first. Yes. Then it was my super hot, sexy wife. And now, now he, it's my flexible wife. He added, <laughs> he's, he's great. He's added, he's added these adjectives. Yeah, flexible, hot wife is, I'm telling you, he's hysterical. Um, and the second thing that I mentioned before is that Hook was involved in a match. Oh. We haven't really talked about Hook. You're going to make you, me you, blush. <laughs> <laughs> Look at you getting all flustered, <laughs> all flustered. The first time you saw him was was live. You saw him in his debut live yeah. at UBS, and then yep. yeah, his second match against Bear Bronson. Um, he is he, he is a it's going to be a superstar he, someday. I I I get I don't deny it. Your boner for him has him champion tomorrow. Yep. Yeah. This is why you don't book. <laughs> Thank nope. God. Thank God you are not a booker. Um, yeah. So he will definitely be. I would be a Vince Russo type booker. Like, but no, everybody loves him. Just give him the title. Why not? See, when you Vince Russo, uh, uh, Money in the Bank, and you get uh, you get Otis being the uh, the winner. That's what's happening. Yeah. When you Vince Russo uh, book, uh, bookings and, and yeah, matches. that's when it starts to go down. I mean, he had some good ideas at first. He did with. With uh, McMahon kind of steering the ship, yeah, yeah. As far as those ideas, but then you saw when those same ideas went to WCW and went to shit. And then he's cutting. He's not even cutting promos. He's cutting. Uh, he's cutting bombs <laughs> in the ring that are. I'm actually looking happening. straight in the camera right now, Tony, buddy. Listen, listen. <laughs> I'll be your Vince Russo, but in a good way. That's what he said. And fatter, unfortunately. That's what he said to McMahon too. Until not by much, though, oh. from what I've seen recently. Uh, you know, he's well. He's not, he's not as fat as he used to be. No, he's also not as fat as me, but, you know, right. whatever. I mean, you said it, not me. Yeah. Sorry. I got You got to say it first, or else people think you're hurt by it. Psychological mind games, brother. Words to live by. Um, yep. We have a new TNT champion. And that is in the we form do. of Cody Rhodes. And uh, I... Three time, three time, three time. Three, three, three time. Uh, TNT champ. First of all, what are they doing with the name of the title? Starting next, they're week. keeping it the TNT title. So even though, why do you think it's been defended on Rampage for the past four weeks? Ah, look at you! This is why you're on the show. Enjoy. This is why you haven't gotten rid of me for when I don't remember <laughs> other things. <laughs> the brains of the operation. Okay, that makes that makes perfect sense. Um, 
That makes you the brawn of the operation? So, uh, oh, we're doomed. <laughs> I can bench 200. I, I'm up there. Um, <laughs> Good for you. I lift things up and put them I down. I put them down. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so we have a new champ there, and um, uh, the crowd, which it seems to like, that crowd seemed more, it's been like 90-10. This crowd seemed more, I want to say, like 75-25. Like it was a little more. Yeah, I was just about to say seventy thirty. A little lukewarm for him, but for the majority, was still booing the shit out of him. Uh, the best response he's gotten in the past year, I would say, was in Atlanta, and even then, it was still heavily riddled with booze. Right, and that's still and that's still his hometown. hometown. That's your hometown too. Um, yeah. So we have a new champ. My question to you is: as soon as I saw this. I was like, every time someone loses a belt, I always think back as to what their reign kind of looked like, what it established as far as your career and how it made you look. Um, So like when I look back on someone like Drew McIntyre and him having the unfortunate responsibility to carry a company through probably the worst transition of human history uh, to get through wrestling in a pandemic where no one is sitting or watching you do this <laughs> day after day. Um, and when he drops the belt to, uh, to Lashley finally, after all that, uh, I still look back and I, I commend him for doing all that. And I think it was great what he did. I think his matches were really good. I think, I mean, you had no choice but to be so repetitive with them that you had, you know, 50 matches with Randy, Randy Orton. You had some matches with edge. Um, Seth Rollins, like you, you, you kind of had to repeat those over and over again because you had no choice. But at the same time, he came out of this looking great. And you know, again, kudos to you doing that for all the fans. Whereas something like this, it lasted three months, three months, five matches as a TNT champ. Um, did he have enough to sustain as far as being a, a legit TNT champ? I would say that his matches give him a little bit of a a, a bit of an edge on on this particular criteria mm-hmm. but as far as like the impact of his title reign it didn't really mean so much he didn't seem like like it. brody his tnt title reign was the best title reign of okay, the best tnt title reign of all time now granted it's a short history but still mm. Like look look at what he did for that title. Sammy kind of at this point in time was really just a placeholder. Right. Until it unfor- for some fucking reason went back to Cody. Well see I, I, I admit, I'm sorry, go ahead. I was maybe it was like a vlog squad type of deal because Cody's been on Sammy's vlogs instead of BTE. Hmm. Okay. So who knows? Okay. I always thought that Cody uh, was the first to kind of, I mean, he was the first champ, so uh, yeah. <laughs> out of the gate, it was great. It was good. The, Tony has a, Tony Khan has a good idea of legitimizing things, and he's had a, a good history with it, so, which is why, and I'll talk to you about the TBS title in a second, um, giving the belt first to Chris Jericho made sense. Giving the belt to Cody Rhodes first made sense. Um, establishing wrestlers is what he does best, and that's why Paige has the belt now. Gravar was able to get the belt. Uh, Darby Allen was able to get it. People like this who you don't know, 
And funny enough that this match being the first match they've ever had on Dynamite, Guevara versus uh, Rhodes. Yeah. Um, you know, you, you came out came out in a panda head gear thing, and you're like, who the hell is this shit? <laughs> he called himself the greatest wrestler of all time, and uh, the Spanish God. He had all, all these these uh, you know, terms to go with his name. And that, now you see him all these years later, and he's the champion. It, it legitimized it, and it all stemmed from Cody getting it first. So I will say, and I'm going to jump to tonight's episode of, of uh, Dynamite really quickly, um, the finals of the TBS title are going to be uh, Ruby Soho versus uh, Jade Cargill, mm-hmm. and Jade is going to win. Yeah, I don't agree with that. Okay. Like, I, I believe you. But I don't agree that it should be done that way. I think you should have Ruby win it. See, I I don't agree. Only like, I understand you want to build Jade as this unbeatable monster. I think that's why you have to have it. First of all, you have to have it. Second of all, she has more, as, as the, the term goes, sweat equity in AEW than Ruby does. Um, which is why people like CM Punk and Brian, Brian Danielson aren't with the belt now. Like, they didn't, didn't come in and all of a sudden, like... Becky Lynch came in with SummerSlam and and you know pinned. Uh, Hang on, but pinned, Brian uh, has been in Bel-Air the title. title Bridal. Brian has been in the title picture since day one. I understand that. I'm, not, I'm talking about actually having the belt. Oh, Okay. All right. Actually having the. You can have everybody's Ruby Soho came in and won that tournament out of the gate, and she had a title shot with Britt Baker. You know, how many nights later? Still lost, but at least she established. Again, Tony. If you don't know who someone is coming into the arena for the first time, making their debut, you know majority of the of the crowd knows because that's who they are, and then they're you know they're your your nephew, your cousin, uh, bumping into you like who who's that? Who's this? You know, yeah. so you know, kind of have to establish new new old people, so to speak, in a company, and then they can still lose. It's all right; it doesn't make them any lesser, but at least you know who this person is and that they can wrestle. So. I think Jade Cargill is going to win only because she's been there longer. That's it, I I okay. I don't I don't not like the fact that Ruby Soho wins. So be it. Um, it will legitimize it. That's fine. Either person who wins it, but I'm saying as far as someone that can legit like say that she's a, a monster and cannot be beaten, you put the belt on on Jade and and, yeah. she'll, and she'll be she'll you know she'll be made until she drops it. But um. Yeah, I'm a little I'm a little upset with Sammy as far as the the, the time that he had with it. Uh, really didn't have like too many you know, substantial matches with it. But you know, hopefully he he said he's going to have a rematch with him and and try to get it back. But that was your rampage. Um, I, I don't know if you watched NXT last night. I didn't, but I saw a little bit of the highlights. Um, it was actually you know what I, I really, NXT has been doing pretty good. As far as storylines, couple weeks. As far as, as storylines, it's been actually really good. Yes, um, Grayson Waller, who is like the most hated person, love that storyline. First of all, watching NXT now 2.0, and different different to WWE's like Raw and SmackDown, it's definitely edgier. Like you, and you, and you can tell off the bat with the crowd. Like the crowd, as far as their responses, are way different yeah. than Raw and SmackDowns. Um, it's obviously a more intimate crowd. I laugh every single time I watch NXT as far as when matches go on because you can see the crowd and then they have those uh, LED screens above the crowd and they yeah. put bodies behind everybody. So it looks really? like the, it looks like the audience is, is stacked. <laughs> so I, I just find that's that that's hilarious. I always find that funny. Uh, Grayson Waller. It seems like a Vince McMahon touch. And that's that would definitely be something like him. That that the fan noise. Um but you know the fans, the fans at NXT last night were definitely into these these matches. 
uh, Grayson Waller is is going to be the next big thing. Um, he, his heel heat is insane right now. Um, it's so good. It is really good. Uh, I'm looking very much forward to New Year's Evil. Uh, if you see, if you haven't seen anything with NXT 2.0, the matches that they have on this this card for next Wednesday, next Tuesday, are absolutely insane. Um, you're setting up uh, Walter coming back with Imperium against Riddle and MSK. I mean, holy shit! Like <laughs> they're shaman. They're going in. Um, uh, uh, let's see. We have the de- debut of Tiffany Stratton, who uh, was very green and made a couple of mistakes here and there, but. Good God, she's absolutely stunningly gorgeous. Um, uh, let's see here. Try to th- see who else we had. Uh, oh, Electra Lopez <sighs> might might be probably my, <laughs> my personal top three all time hottest women in wrestling. And, and I'm talking about like Trish and Lita and and everybody that's coming. Uh, uh, Lana and uh, Tori Wilson. Electra Lopez. Uh, if if you have not watched NXT two point Sable, Sable. Oof. Have you have you seen? What I she, have not seen Sable recently. Not, Please not, don't ruin it no, for no, me. No, that's, no, no, that's, that's a childhood to, memory. That's that's not even what I was going to say. I was going to say, have you seen Electra Lopez in that outfit? If you have not seen the outfit, she yes. came out in yesterday with uh, Legado del Fantasma. Just go Google it because holy shit. <laughs> Oof. Oof, oof, <laughs> oof, indeed. Electra Lopez, uh, my new favorite. Um, we got a. This match is boring uh, during Von Wagner. Um, that's not a good. That's not a good sign. No. And uh, uh, Raquel Gonzalez, lover to death, and th- those ladies, uh, Corey Jade, Ra- Raquel Gonzalez, and Mandy Rose will be in a triple threat for the women's title. Have you seen the movie Encanto? I have not yet. I have not. Okay, so this is not a spoiler. I just want to let you know that Raquel Gonzalez looks exactly like one of the characters from that movie. It's hilarious. I believe her name is Luisa, if I'm not mistaken. So if you get a chance, you really need to uh, go see that that part. You got to get Luisa looks exactly like Raquel. And I'm telling you, it's pretty spot on. Okay. I was. I saw her. I, it was good. I saw her lift a church. Oh, on her back. Nice. It was. It was pretty good. That's. I didn't have to watch this. It was pretty good. It's also. It hit home for me because it is a Colombian movie, so I loved it. Encanto. Encanto. Uh, let's see who else was. Uh, Solo Sequoia, little brother, right? Yes. Yes. Um, he's he's legit. Uh, holy shit! That was. It was he had a. Um, his match against Santos Escobar, and he he won, and so now he's he's undefeated in NXT. I think he's like th- he's only like three and zero, but uh, look out for him. I, it's uh, he is he's really good and really talented, and uh, I can see where he gets it from. <laughs> he's, he's it stuff. seems like he's getting built like uh, he's getting pushed like Umaga when he first came out. Mm. It seems like I see a resemblance, I see that. mostly in the no shoes and tattoos. Yeah. Um, Monday Night Raw, we had a we had a quite the return. Um, when you hear <laughs> you hear uh, Eric Bischoff's music, uh, I great. Uh, it is great. I I love him for everything that he's done, and I still love his character. But what a whore! 
<laughs> what a what yeah. a what a man whore. Uh, no the, loyalty whatsoever. Absolutely not. He pulled a Brian Danielson and uh, switched a reverse. A reverse. He pulled a reverse Danielson. Yeah, usually it's the other way around. It's always WWE to AEW. He pulled an AEW to WWE. Yeah. Um. <laughs> he showed up on Monday Night Raw. Um. It's it just it's just amazing. Like it's for really no other reason just to promote the uh, renewal of the wedding vows between Miz and Maurice at the end of the night. I mean, he is the best, like, wedding efficient, efficient, efficient. You had it. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of all time. Uh, <laughs> of all time. Um, and then, with you know, since he's done it with the makeup before and he's done it now, you said this was the best wedding, top three weddings you've ever seen. Hell yeah. Okay. You're out of your mind. Top three <laughs> wrestling weddings I've witnessed. Yeah. Every time. It's every time. Well, I have we, a can, we can all agree that number one is Randy and Elizabeth. Randy and Elizabeth. I immediately said to you, you got to stop with the everything's the greatest of all time in the moment. And then I dropped And then to I me, number three. two is Test and Steph. That's what I said. I said, number yeah. one, Randy Savage. Two, Test, Steph. Yeah. And then three, I said. And then was, this is three. <laughs> <laughs> it is not. Yeah, I had I had, Lita, I had Lita and Edge as number three because you had you had Kane come in and destroy the whole thing. And All right, then number four. Then is this is this number one. four because they got tar dumped. Yeah, uh, in a no, no, no. Oh, that's right. It was well, black blood. It was, it was a brood bath. Brood bath. That's right. When the brood music hits, and then they get showered on with the. Yeah, I'm not gonna lie. When he made the move to go like as if someone's coming, mm. I really sat out of my seat and I was like, "If Beth comes out, I'm gonna lose my that shit." Would, and yeah. I was waiting for that Glamazon music to hit, mm. and I'm like, "Ah, yeah. oh, I get a brood bath though. I'm okay with that." <laughs> um, I was waiting. I was waiting for Christian actually to come come back and uh yeah be part of the brood with gangrel i was waiting for gangrel and christian to come into the ring attack eric bischoff and then dump the brood bath both of them would have done reverse danielson people forget gangrel did appear on aew television at one point or pay-per-view that's right the pay-per-view at the compound yes that's right (laughs) that's right way back when people forget people forget uh that was raw so i just wanted to point out eric bischoff being a uh a dirty wrestling man or and uh that's it for me was was there anything else that you wanted to talk about uh oh and then and then dynamite tonight uh setting up for uh for rampage next uh, next week and then um and some great returns uh from all elite we had a time limit draw a couple of weeks ago that we never talked about let's talk about that Ugh. Oh. I'm going to say it. <laughs> oh. Nobody's going to like it because of how much I say it, but it's it, that, that, all right, I'll, I'll put it to you like this. Please. That might have been the greatest 60, <laughs> 60 minute match I've ever seen in my life. And you saw one live, too. Not a 60 minute match. Was it 60 or 30? That was 30 because it wasn't for the title. Okay. Watch yourself, brother. So like I was saying, the greatest match you've seen, and you, you've seen no, 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 the greatest sixty minute the match, the greatest sixty minute match you've seen, I've ever seen, and you've you, you sure you've seen Shawn Michaels versus Bret Hart in the Iron Man? I match. don't think I've seen all sixty minutes of it. Okay, well then you, you got it. I've seen highlights of it. That was a great match. Retract everything you said. I've seen highlights. <laughs> Retract everything you just said. I'm not denying it. I listen. He carried that match, by the way, Brian Danielson. I, I, he, yes. He solely, if if not for him just being who he is, 
Page Page was done half twenty minutes instead of yeah, that, that match. Twenty five minutes he was gassed. I mean he was he was absolutely gassed and you just saw that he was Danielson worked at Page's pace. Um, but mm-hmm. at the same time, did his shit, <laughs> and he he absolutely carried that match. Um, I give credit to to Page. Uh, I I'm I'm coming out with the the early takes, like uh, just like I, I'd like to do. But so far, that match did him no favors as being a champion. Yeah, uh, he. I wholeheartedly believe he should have beat Danielson. Like beat him. Yeah. But see now here's clean a good, in the ring. Well, here's a good in thing. In the center of the ring. You might get that seeing that live next week when we go to Prudential. Yeah. Yeah. Fingers crossed. If we can get there, COVID sucks. Uh if if uh if we can get to that point and we can see it live, we get Paige Danielson two live. Uh at the Prudential Center. So you'll look forward to that. In the meantime, yeah, if as of right now, in this moment, that I don't, I personally don't think that the, that did any favors for him as a champion. Um, it excelled the the two of them to you know bigger heights individually. Danielson can do no wrong; he's one of the, the best wrestlers on the planet. And we'll see what happens next week. That match helped uh, Danielson the most. Yes, in the long run, that match helped Danielson the most. Yes, did it? Did it? Did it make it so that you can view Hangman as that type of player that he took Brian Danielson to a time limit draw? Absolutely. However, after seeing sixty minutes of them, I want to see what they can do in a in a sixty minute Iron Man. Mm. You know, eventually, because Hangman's gonna win on Wednesday, right? I we believe that. Believe so? Yes. Maybe. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Sure. Yep. <sighs> Not too confident about that, and that's what sucks. <laughs> But uh, I, I don't see him dropping this this soon. I mean, no, because then you're going to view it as Sammy, Sammy, yeah. Sam, Sammy, Sammy, Sammy. Yeah, and 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 uh, it's uh, so so far the champions that they've had have not been so quick to drop them. We're talking about like months and months and months of retaining yeah. the belts and going through all these. Eventually, there has to be one. I'm not saying it's going to be him. I'm just saying in general, there's always a champion that is the the bridge to somebody else. I, you can't have it be Paige because it's of the, the amount of storytelling that you've told for him to get to this point. But at the same time, at some point, there will be that champion. Right now, Paige is, again, he has to me, he hasn't been established as that guy to, to have the belt. You know, everybody before him has. So we'll, we'll see what happens. But, but a match like that points out his flaws. And, one, and that major flaw is that his cardio is just shit when it comes after 20 minutes. And maybe he's yes, not used but, to it. But the result of that match points out that he can hang with the big dogs. Oh? With the big dog? <laughs> now that's a match I'd love to see. There you go. Greatest multiversal crossover of all time <laughs> since we won't give any spoiler alerts. I feel like this is a multiverse thing because you have like Brian Danielson in AEW. You had in the same year, this year, that we're still in, Daniel Bryan in a WrestleMania match with Roman Reigns. Like I feel like there's two better. different people that are in, in in totally separate companies. Yes, you had Christian Cage in just Rumble. wrestle on AEW Dynamite tonight. Tonight, tonight right? You also had him the in the Royal Rumble earlier this year. Yes, yes, it happens. <laughs> 
it, it happens. We you get uh, you know contracts. It's all business. It all comes down to being a business. This particular business happens to be a shady, dark, hellish hellscape of a business where you don't know what the hell's going to happen tomorrow when the night before you just had one of your best matches ever or you just had a championship match and two weeks later you're fired from the company or or yeah. request or requesting your release as we will get to in a second uh, well on the complete opposite side of that i do want to talk about what happened the big story last week from dynamite okay which was the debut of one Kyle O'Reilly. Uh, we have secured 75% of UE in AEW. You think about it, you've secured 100% of the original UE. Okay. <laughs> but the UE okay. that everybody knows, the, a fourth of them is, yeah. and that's the other thing I wanted to talk about too in NXT, the, a fourth of them is never going to go because he's the head of a of a group of a faction in NXT, and that's where he's wanted to, to go this entire time. And um, he also just re-signed with NXT, and his wife just debuted a couple weeks ago on Dark. We're talking about uh, Roger Strong, by the way. Yes, and Marina Shafir would be his wife. Marina Shafir. Um, so he's not going anywhere. Uh, no. He's, he's doing his shit over in NXT, and not only is he doing his shit over there, but... Diamond Mine is like, which it's initially started as like this seemed like a goofy faction to start off with, especially since you have uh, Michael Bivens as your manager, who finally has hit Malcolm. Malcolm, excuse me, Michael Bivens is Malcolm Bivens. Uh, it's not the first time you've done that. It doesn't. If and it's not no going to be the last. No matter what, it will never be the last. But again, <laughs> I leave all the boys and girls out there with this one piece of advice: you never, never trust a big button to smile. That's all yeah. I would say. Yeah. Because remember, that girl is poison. Yes, poison, poison, poison. poison. Um, <laughs> Malcolm Pivens, who's gone through wrestler after wrestler and try to get, you know, hook his hitch onto that wagon that would take him to some sort of glory, has finally, finally got it with a legit group in Diamond Mine. He and, caught his uh, big, his, uh, his yellow fin tuna right there, brother. He did. <laughs> Roderick Strong versus Carmelo Hayes will be a absolute banger. Uh, they are doing a unification uh, match next week on NXT. So they're not gonna lie, I missed that part, and in my head, I was just about to say, I think they're gonna unify the titles. Well, guess what? You're right. So they sh <laughs> they are unifying the cruiserweight and the North American into one one belt, um, and that's gonna be what is it gonna be called? They didn't, they didn't think say they yet. got any names for it. They didn't say yet. The undisputed cruiserweight champion of North America. The North American, <laughs> the North American cruiserweight champion. Yeah, um, which means that they would have to be an actual cruiserweight champion. So you can't. You got to change the whole name up. That's got to. Which be. means there would also need to be a South American cruiserweight champion. I think. <laughs> and I can't wait for. Oh no. And then you he's have, from Mexico. That's part of North America. Never mind. But then you have to have like a Central American. This is going to be like a whole thing with NWO. Like you're going to have like all these breakoff faction belts, and then. Following with other factions getting those belts, it's gonna be it's gonna be a whole thing. Like you just have to have I, one belt. I acknowledge. I'm sorry. That's another person. Yeah. I accept mm -hmm. three versions of the NWO. Accept. Yes. There's one version, but go ahead. Yes. The OG. Yes, that's it. The Wolf Pack. Oh, okay. Maybe. And say it with me. Don't say the LWO. <laughs> the Latino World Order. Okay, you mean your mic. 
Uh, his mic is muted and takes care of that. Fuck one. you. What the hell? Um, <laughs> the LWO. Uh, as we found out from Eddie Guerrero, by the way, LWO only existing just to get on TV. Like that was the only way to to get on TV, as he's mentioned uh, many times, was to have some sort of WO attached to your name. Whatever, whatever you takes. gotta do. But that's lazy writing. Hence, no, it's not. Excuse me. All right, you're right. And you had. I can only go so far with it. <laughs> How many people? I got to see the the list again. We, we do we do this every year. I want to know the exact number of people that were in the NWO in total. Total. Let's just do this live. Total number. Of NWO members. Wait, wait, wait. I can name the first six at least. <laughs> you can name the first six. Can you tell yes. me in total though? You can name the first six and then tell me in total how, how many number how many people you actually think. I'll tell you total right now, fifty two. You're wrong. What, how close was I? You were you were close. Yeah? Yeah. You you were close by a round number. Forty. No. Other way? Yeah. 80? No. 70? No. (laughs) 60? Closer? 65? No. (laughs) All right, I give up. 62. You're closer, by by round number, you're closer 10, 10 more than what you said. So 62 members. The Uh, first? Oh, I see what you were doing. Okay. Excuse me. So the first six members. There was, hold on. There was NW, yes, go ahead. Go ahead. Do that. Hulk Hogan. Yes. Kevin Nash, sure. Scott Hall, that in no particular order. Apparently, go ahead. And okay, sure. I'm sorry. Hulk Hogan. Oh no, technically, no. Scott Hall. Correct. There you go. Kevin Nash. Yes. Hulk Hogan. Right. Four. I always get mixed up with. Is four Eric Bischoff? Four is not Eric Bischoff. No, four. Eric Bischoff came way later. Okay. Four. Rick Rude. No. Mm, is he top six? He is not. Okay. Uh, four is. I don't think you shit. I don't think you the giant. That's five. Okay, so four is Ted DiBiase. That is correct. Yes. Okay, five is the giant. Six X Pac. Boom. He was sorry. Seven. Six Pac. He was seven. What? Yeah. How? According they to called the, him six because he was the sixth member. Uh, well, according to Wikipedia, who's uh, the sixth member? Uh. NWO Sting. Oh, that doesn't count. September 9th, 96. Six joined September 16th of 96. That doesn't count. It doesn't count. All right. It doesn't count. We recognize six over here at the Sons of Slam podcast. <laughs> oh, no, we definitely do. Um, Vincent. I have a six ball t-shirt. Okay. For the reason, because he was number six. That's why he had his name, but I'm telling you. Is it an original one? I'm no. looking at the dates of. I was four. The dates of. Jo- I'm going to mute you again. Wait, wait, what did you say? <laughs> September what, 96? I'm going by the dates of debut with the group. DiBiase, yeah. October, uh, August 26th. This is all 96. August 26th, Giant, September 2nd. Okay. The following week was NWO Sting. And then but the he turned week, on him. The following week after that, this is, this is the fake Sting. I'm talking about. The, the, I know. That's right. what I'm saying. You didn't turn on him. Oh, okay. I see what you're And then okay, six. Okay, okay. Six yeah, came yeah, September 16th. <sighs> I'm, just, I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm just saying. Followed by the greatest NWO member of all time, Vincent. Um, Virgil. Which is, which is his balls hanging out. Uh, Miss Elizabeth, Nasty Boys, Eric Bischoff. Okay. Anyway, NWO followed by NWO The Hollywood. Nasty Boys? Yeah. Ugh. Yeah. <laughs> yep. They, uh, 
62 members. That's gross. 62 members of NWO, followed by NWO Hollywood, NWO Wolfpack. There was an NWO Elite. Which oh, I, what? I, I know. This is not something I was aware of. Um, this one was the group that reunited after the finger poke of doom. Ugh. NWO Elite, which this group had Disco Inferno, David Flair, Tori Wilson, and Rick Steiner. Um, NWO Black and White, which came after that, was basically the, the B team, which had Stevie Ray, The Giant, Kurt Henning, Vincent, Scott Norton, Brian Adams, and Horace Hogan. What a B team. Holy shit. And that was actually labeled by the fans and the commentators, named them that too. Um, and then NWO 2000, which had Bret Hart <laughs> the leader. Uh, and he only did that because he couldn't do anything else thanks to you, Bill Goldberg. Goldberg Damn you, Goldberg, yeah. and your headshot of doom. Jeff Jarrett on that, in that one. Um, and then the f- uh, four other NWO girls, including April Hunter, who, yeah. I have no idea who that is. Look her up. And then... Um, she got some on, she, on the internet? She got some... Uh, like, wow, those are some big boobies. Um, you had me at boobies. You had me at boobies. There was NWO Japan, followed by the NWO WWE, uh, who had... Ah, oh, boy. <laughs> who had Big Show, Booker T, and Shawn Michaels. Um, Booker T. Who became a leader after Hogan left it. And so there was that. And then celebrities, Dennis Martin, Dennis Martin, Dennis Rodman, Kyle Petty uh, ran an NWO race car. The King? The King. Uh, wow. Look at, oh my Lord. Yeah. And it's, that's your NWO talk. It happens every year. Uh, all right. So we talked. God bless April Hunter. Yeah, right? Yeah. Good for her. That's when they, they just wanted to, like, Gorgeous George, like with Randy Savage, like they would just take, like, whoever they knew knew this other person and they were incredibly hot bring him in can they wrestle absolutely not do they have any athletic ability no they can just stand by the ring and just do nothing um the 90s were a magical time uh dynamite uh tonight we had the debut of kyle o'reilly so we were talking about that before we went on our nwo tangent um the uh uh red dragon uh faction faction apparently yes who knew? I, I wasn't aware of that. I, I didn't know that either. With Bobby Fish. Uh, so Kyle O'Reilly debuting here. Um, I'm telling you, Roger Strong, that, that contract expires. AEW, here I come. Uh, 2.0 getting the win with Daniel Garcia. Good for them. I, I'm, I was actually happy that they won tonight because I don't like the fact that they are very talented and good on the mic and they did nothing in NXT. Um and I thought there was gonna be the same path when they came over to AEW, and they've given them given the mic in the spotlight, and they're up there in the in, in a high mid card now. Uh, 2.0 is so good for them. Uh, Jade Cargill getting the win over Thunder Rosa, Thunder Rosa with the the Wolverine attire tonight, and Dave Lagreca's best friend. Yeah, <laughs> with their death defying matches. Uh, Lucha Bros and uh, Jurassic Express teaming up together against the uh, Hardy family, and uh, the dissension in in that team with the brothers and Express cost them the match. But uh, and now we have a title match next week. And we have a title match next week. We get to see a title match, and I'm not gonna lie, I would not be upset. We get to see if- two, two two title matches. 
What is the... Yes, we do. Get the men's. <laughs> and then we get yeah. the TBS. Forgot about it for a second. Yeah, let's go. Come it's on. It's been a long day. Catch up. It's all good. Um, yes, we get to see two title matches. Mm-hmm. And Cody on Friday? Cody or is Ram- that this week? Cody Rampage against... Uh... Oh, shit. Ethan that. Page. Yes, thank you. Ethan Page. Yeah. Is that this week? That is or this is week. It? Sorry. Yeah, that is Yeah, this it's this week. Yep, so who sorry. knows? We might get a one on Rampage that we'll see on Friday when we go there. Yes. Wink. Wink, wink. <laughs> wink. Wink, wink. Um, I won't post any spoilers. Wink. Don't follow me on Friday. I mean, on Wednesday. On Wednesday. Wink. <laughs> I mean, after 10 at least. There you go. <laughs> um, let's do this. Let's, let's get into uh, what I was looking forward to the most of this entire episode. Our best and worst of 2021. And hit us up on Twitter. Let us know what your best and worst is for the year. Um, as far as order goes, I when I when I made this list, I kind of put everything down. I jotted pen to, to to paper and just put everything down in no particular order. I'm going to do it on the fly as far as my order here. But uh, you had a best of for the for the year. I have a best of, and then I have like an overall worst of, and we can just discuss all that stuff and take it to the end of the show. Sounds like a plan. All right. So you want me to go first. You go first. You know what? Since I, uh, I've acquiesced your your theme song, uh, you can you can go first. All right. Well, you know, champion always comes out second, but I'll go. I guess. I mean, Charlotte Flair came out against Tony Storm first. Well, listen, I'll Although, do. Seems like you're going to be released. <laughs> I'm, Sorry, I'm, I'm going to go. Yeah, you know what? I'm going first. Uh, no, no, no. I'll go. <laughs> okay, go. Uh, honorable mention. Yes. Um, what did I have for that? Honorable mention. I want to give to. Christian Cage. Okay. I'm doing his general 2021 year. Okay. If you think about it, he started at the Royal Rumble. He went to AEW. He was main eventing pay-per-view. He main evented a pay-per-view for AEW one. No, I'm sorry. He main evented Rampage for AEW and won the Impact Championship. And then main evented an impact title, uh, an impact pay-per-view, where he defended that impact championship. Mm-hmm. So I give him an honorable mention for that. Okay. He had a nice roundabout year. Yeah. Coming in at number five. Okay. Now, the only reason I'm doing this is because I know I'm going to catch heat for it. But if I do it at number four, where I originally had it, I'm not, I would catch more heat for it. <laughs> <laughs> now, and you'll see why. Now knowing that, I'm going to judge you greatly. Okay, go ahead. Number five for me, the best thing, the top five best thing of 2021 mm. was there we go. <laughs> the debut of Hook. There it is. <laughs> <laughs> I knew it. I knew it as soon as you said it. And you had that at number four. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Right. Okay. Yeah. The debut of Hook the fucking assassin that he is. <laughs> what do they call him? The handsome assassin? Something like that. Yeah, you think you call him that. I'm not sure if anybody else has said that, but all right, go ahead. Maybe it'll catch on. And if it does, <laughs> I trademarked it already. Sorry. Uh, but yeah, Hook, he started out really green in the business at the beginning of this year. Mm. And he has transformed himself into a main event superstar. And I don't use that as the WWE term of superstar where they talk about wrestler. This kid's going to be world champion one day. Mm. Within five years, he will be a world heavyweight champion wherever he is. 
Okay. And that's all I got to say about Hook. Only because I know he's not in your top five. He's definitely not. <laughs> yeah. He's not even an honorable mention, which is stupid. No, he's not either. Um, I will say that I enjoy him immensely. I enjoy him immensely. I think once he's established a little more, and I know, already, I know people love him to the point where now he's the number one best-selling T-shirt in all of AEW, uh, show a little more to me. That's it. Like I, I love his attitude. I love the way he presents himself. I love the fact that he just walks out of the ring when he wins because he's there to do business. I love that whole persona. I really do. But I just want to see more. That's all. I get it. I get it. I'm, I'm all about the hype train. Okay. I got it. Excuse me. And I am the leader of that hype train. You are. I, please go to number four because I want to see what was actually number five. Number four was... Expect a what? To come I'm going to go that. Roman Reigns in general. Roman Reigns' pay-per-view main event title matches. Okay. All of them. You had Hook before Roman Reigns. All right. I got it. Yes. Okay. <laughs> okay. Out of your mind. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. I definitely am. <laughs> fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah. Uh-huh. Like I said, cloud nine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, Roman Reigns has had an absolutely uh, un incredible unbelievable is what i meant you to tried say. to combine he's so good you combine unbelievable and incredible into one word yeah uh, incredible unbelievable <laughs> unbelievable exactly so yeah his title matches have just been in- incredible i almost did it again incredible. they have been awesome <laughs> there you go and i'm just gonna do a little bit of quarterback uh you know fantasy quarterbacking here sure I'm going to say this Brock Lesnar storyline leads into WrestleMania, which I'm okay with. And then at WrestleMania, we get the great one and his return. Really? John Cena type thing comes out the next night on Raw, announces that him and Roman Reigns are going to main event in Los Angeles for WrestleMania 39? Mm. Which one is the next one? 38? This one coming up is 38. So WrestleMania 39 in Los Angeles main event. So far. Dewey, the rock Johnson (laughs) Dewey versus Joe Roman reigns on Hawaii. But yeah, his, his 2021 has been unrivaled, rivaled by few. Yep. Very true. And, at number three. Okay. Now I do want to press. I want the top three moments, top three things I have about 2021 are all returns. Okay. So just get ready for that. Okay. At number three, mm-hmm. the return or debut. I'm sorry, the debut. Of Hook. That's right. I got him twice. No, I'm kidding. Uh, (laughs) I was going to end the show. (laughs) Like, for good. I was going to end the show for good. I was going to say this is our Uh, last show of the year and forever, because there's no way in hell. (laughs) You're going to have someone, first of all, it shouldn't even be in the top ten, let alone be two times in the top five. Get the hell out of here. Go on. He captured my attention. I don't know what you want me to say. (laughs) No, I'm kidding. Um, In a loving way, apparently. Number three. The debut of Adam Cole in AEW. Okay. I think it was perfectly set up. I think he made the right choice by going to AEW and aligning with the elite. 
And another person in five years' time, three years' time, is going to be AEW world champion. All three of the people that I'm going to say are going to be AEW world champion within three years, just so you know. Okay. Number two. Wait, I'm sorry. Time out. So your top what? three are all debuts in in AEW or, a, or debuts just overall? I can neither confirm nor deny that sentiment. Number two. Number two. The debut of the American Dragon, <laughs> Brian Danielson. Uh huh. All right. So I think nothing needs to be said. I think I'm just going to say number one, and then we go on from there. Okay. Oh, I can guess number one, but go ahead. The number one thing for me this year in 2021, mm-hmm. after seven long years, there it is. The return. Of the pipe bomb, Mr. CM Punk. Correct. Okay. Now, was that lazy writing on my part? Yeah, probably. <laughs> but uh-huh. those are the top three things that I remember from this year. Real recognized real. Okay. Exactly. Gotcha. So. All right. Where do we go from here? Where do I we know go- I'm going to catch heat for all that. Where do we go from here? Um, Dude, you don't remember this? Yes, sorry. Sorry, sorry. None of it was My on bad. That's why it's his list. It's it's his list, and if you want to express your name and your list, again, hit us up on Twitter at Sons of Slam Show or have your own podcast. I, I don't know what to tell you. Um, yeah, have your own podcast. We can start a podcast where I'm okay with that. We'll give each other recognition, you know. Yeah, absolutely. You shout us out. We'll we can talk you. about, we can make a deal and leave the deal with yeah, you. Yeah. <laughs> We've done it before. We'll do it again. Um, as far as. Are uh, any of mine in yours? Yes. Okay. Yes. I don't want to know which one. I can assume which one. I can. But... T- I will tell you the exception of Hook. Um, <laughs> I have everybody. I think except for... number five <laughs> on Chris's number one on Chris's worst of 2021. <laughs> oh, the going... debut of <laughs> Hook. <laughs> I had this in my honorary mention until you just started sucking him off, and then I put him to my worst of the, of 2021. Um, no, uh, I, I will do my best, and then go, and then like I said, I'm gonna all over the place so please forgive me uh, for the following list as far as my best my worst is a little more concise best um i do have honorary mention um and they're more matches i have a moment but more matches so my honorary mention just going through all the list of things that i saw and, and everybody else's you know top 10 list kind of thing uh brit baker versus thunder rosa no hold bar match uh they had their, their lights out match uh, holy shit that was from this year that's this year this year has been probably one of the that longest was, years of my life. And I'll tell you when I knew that was because the title of the show was the St. Patrick's Day Slam. <laughs> so that was That was the first that was the first show. Oh no, I'm sorry. Never mind. That was last year. Forget I said anything. Mm. Keep going. Um so Britt Baker versus Thunder Rosa, that match. Absolutely insane. Um I, I'm gonna butcher his first name because I always do. Uh Ela? Ilya. Ilya Dragonoff versus Walter at Takeover yes. thirty six. That's two. Uh, Dragonoff versus Walter, two. Yes. Um, where Dragonoff. Yeah, I definitely did not put this much thought into my list. I, I, I did the same thing it. last year, too, and you said the same exact thing. You were like, holy shit, this, this, the thought into this list. Um, I live for this moment. I make the entire year for this best and worst of, this, of, uh, of the year. Uh, Dragonoff against Walter. This is your shining moment. This is what I do. Uh, I just kind of compile everything in one moment, and then you can forget about me for the rest of the year. One shot. Uh, one shining moment. Cena returning at Money in the Bank. 
Okay. I mean, the pop that, that that shit got when Reigns said acknowledge me and then his music hit. Absolutely insane. Um, all the returns. Oh, the debut, excuse me. Not even the returns, debuts. And these were all for AEW. So basically, so you had Andrade, Aleister Black, Christian Cage, Ruby Soho, Brian Danielson, Adam Cole. And then tonight, Mercedes Martinez. Yes, we, had we de- did forget to mention that we earlier. Had, we had another debut uh, NXT from NXT debut. Um, uh, let's see what else here. Uh, I had I had a lot of honorary mention, and I, my top five probably would be like, "What the hell?" Like some of these should have actually been in the top five. Uh, honorary mention night two with Edge, Brian, and Reigns. That triple threat match was absolutely insane. Yeah, absolutely insane, and that was you know Brian Danielson, the swan song for WWE. Uh, pretty much, and heading over to AEW at that point. Are you forgetting about WrestleMania Backlash pay-per-view, SummerSlam? <laughs> we just combined, <laughs> just combined 50, 50, I just said I just said the first words that came to mind. Came to mind. <laughs> the first two were correct, and then I just added a couple. <laughs> they should really just combine them all into one name. Uh, and then one of my last honorary mentions was one of your, on your your best of list, Brian Danielson against Adam Page in Winter is Coming. And the reason why I didn't put it in the top five was, as we mentioned before, for the reasons why Adam Page, uh, Brian Danielson carrying that match is basically why I didn't put it in the top five. Um, but it was still an insane match. And kudos to Page for some of the spots that he did too. Like it, it, those, top, those top rope, I say it every time, when he when anybody does those those flips off the top rope, uh, I don't understand how they're not dead, or something crushes within their their sternum. I, I don't get it. But Page does those spots, and you know, Danielson carrying him through the match uh, gave Danielson credit, but the, the the moves that Page had gave him credit too. So I, I give him credit for uh, for that match. Uh, so now to my top five. Um, number five, you <laughs> completely disagree. My number five was Damian Priest and Baboni. Versus Miz and Morrison. Why right, do I? am ending the show now. <laughs> Why do I put that in my top five? Because not because of the match itself, even though, <clears throat> excuse me, Bad Bunny put a hell of a show on, and they carried him through his spots, and they did a great job in doing that. But it was more so for the buzz that it got afterwards. And any match that you can get with a WrestleMania match where it has a moment like this, this was the talk of the night for night one, and it was probably what everybody talked about. That and. How Sasha Banks got her her back whipped by Bian- <clears throat> excuse me Bianca Belair and getting that mark on her back. Um, it was just it's more so for the social media aspect and the the, the mainstream notoriety mainstream notoriety that Bad Bunny gave to WrestleMania. There's that mm-hmm. number four Biggie cashing in on Lashley on Monday Night Raw. Okay, we have a new champ. It's Biggie's moment. Uh, I definitely need to think this over way more next year. You said, you said the same thing last year too. throughout the year. You said the same thing last year too. Um, so there was that. Hey, man, it's been a rough couple of years. I don't know if you've ever heard about this thing that's going on around the world. And that's prevented you from coming up with uh, a list that didn't have hook in it twice? I mean, this year I at least <laughs> have the excuse that I've been, you know, working 40 hours a week plus. And, sure. you know, I, I have more time. a little I rough. It. I got you. I had more time. Sure. Yeah, you have a lot more time because you have a work that's adjustable hours. And I just care more about the show. Uh, let's see. Number three. That's not true. It's not true. How dare you? Coming in the show's my baby. I came up with the name. Remember that. Right, okay. I'm just saying. I don't know why I got so defensive you about really that. Did. Good for you. You got the name. Sorry. It's All right, let's, very let's, late. We'll, we'll pull back the curtain. You came up with the name, which I was like, that's an, that's an awesome name. And then I just took the theme song to New Heights and uh, 
It was like, you know what, you come up with the name, but I will uh, yeah. den- deny your lists. And have you got it, the name, and but have, have I'll the take the imaging the- under control. Well, I also made the, the, the logo, too. Yes, right. you did. Number three. Um, but Ed- the name is mine. <laughs> <laughs> Edge and Rollins, Hell in a Cell in, by far, the best crown jewel that they've ever put on. Yes, and that's that. That's not saying a lot because every single crown jewel has absolutely sucked, and this pay per view was was a banger from start to finish. Uh, and Edge and Rollins in their Hell in a Cell. This the reason why it's number three is because not only was this match incredible, but the Hell in a Cell as you and and I give kudos to you because you kind of made the statement. Hell, Finally, this, this Hell in a Cell meant something because it was it was like the end of the story. So yes, let's conclude this shit. Hell in a Cell. And they did. It was great. Um, number two, uh, I actually have uh, a one and one A, uh, which is ends up being two and one. What? Don't screw you. Um, my two okay, go on. two slash one A is Lucha Brothers versus Young Bucks at All Out. Their cage match. My one A. <sighs> Brian Danielson versus Kenny Omega at Grand Slam, Arthur Ashe. Um, and I do have a one <laughs> as far as best moment of the year. Best match of the okay. year it was Danielson and Omega. And I had that on my personal because, again, I will never forget. And I've said it on the show when we were there. I will never forget the sound that we heard in that stadium. I've never heard that in my entire life. And the only place I would probably hear that is if I was at Mania at uh, at t Stadium. I was gonna say MGF or UBS. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, this was no. This is a different sound. This, this was like this is a roar, a roar of this crowd that you've never heard. I've never heard of it in my life, and it, this was for both competitors coming out and just the scene in that stadium with twenty five thousand people, and that stage also, which they haven't done since, where they had the LED basically on the ramp and the big LED screen behind it. It just added yeah. to everything, and the the music and the lights in that place. I will never forget that as long as I live. So that match was my fr- – and the match itself going uh, – the, the time limit draw. Um, just absolutely incredible. My number one moment was yours also, and that is August 20th of this year, the return after seven years of CM Punk. And that roar, I'm sure – The first dance. The first dance. And I'm sure that roar in that that stadium matched because it was I, – I, listening back to it when I made this list and watching the video from that day, absolutely insane. With the with the fans in Chicago just going ape shit, um, and they didn't waste any time that day too. It wasn't like they were going to wait to the end of the night. They didn't have Excalibur say we have we might have a return of CM Punk. Like people, they they gave it the beat that it should have gotten with no music, nothing. The TV cameras were there. They 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 showed the crowd. The crowd was chanting CM Punk, and then ten seconds later, that's when they hit the music, and it just it just felt great. And you heard like the the roar, the buildup of the crowd, and then when that music hit and Cult of Personality came on. Everybody just went apeshit. I got to give credit where credit is due. 2014, I believe it was. Mm -hmm. If I'm not mistaken, it was right around Christmas when it came out. When CM Punk appeared on the Art of Wrestling podcast with Colt Cabana. Colt Cabana. Uh, And spilled all of the tea about WWE. uh, That was actually the first podcast I've ever listened to. That was, so that was a that that episode was well, shook the system. It shook the <laughs> no pun intended. But um, 
I mean, he, he, yeah, it's the only reason why I really knew of Cole Cabana was because of that episode. <laughs> and so, yep, same. You know, um, that they were really good friends and that he was able to get that out of him. Uh, and, and then, uh, if you, you know the history, the two of them had a falling out, and uh, which I'm still waiting for AEW to cash in on. They're uh, going to. They, they that's to. going to be a good one. They have to. They um, got to slow roll that. They do. They do. But, uh, yeah, so the return of CM Punk after all these years, and it, it took AEW to uh, to finally get him out of out of hiding, but that was it. Um, so that's our best, our both both sides of best. Uh, I'm going to give you an overall worst, and then uh, we'll take it from there. So I did have, before we get to the worst, though, I had a best and worst. I had something that I put together, just one thing. That kind of was the best and worst for the year, starting in 2020 during COVID, ending July 9th, best and worst on both lists for me, that was the last day of the Thunderdome. And that (laughs) the Thunderdome served its purpose because you had no choice. As much as it sucked, it only sucked because you had to have it because we have a pandemic. So they made the, the best out of the situation was... If you want an opportunity to be at the show and kind of feel like you were there watching it actually live, but on your screen, you could sign up for this thing where you possibly could see your face on this big LED screen, and it was just a bunch of faces behind the behind the ring, and this is what you had um, for. I, I had the dates here, going from Amway to Tropicana to Yingling, uh, starting on August twenty first. Great beer, Yingling, <laughs> starting August twenty first with it. SmackDown. Uh, Raw's uh, tribute to the troops. There was a SummerSlam. They had a payback, Clash of Champions, Hell in a Cell, Survivor Series. All happened at the Thunderdome. Uh, this is all last year. Um, I'm, t- I'm t- taking this this into account from last year going into this year with Thunderdome. Uh, TLC, the year of the Thunderdome. Royal Rumble, Elimination. I mean, everything was there. Every you know pay per view was was there for for the majority of the year, um, including Mania. Which just, and, but that was at, uh, 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 at the NXT uh, Performance Center. Yes, right before before the, it was rebranded the Capital Wrestling Center. Okay, right, and then they and then from there they moved on to the Thunderdome. So technically that wasn't Thunderdome Mania, but this is all it all stemmed from that those matches where there was nobody. First of all, there was nobody except for a, a roaring fan, and then they added all the uh, the Performance Center uh, stooges. To the side of the ring, and then they moved to the Thunderdome. So that was my best and worst. You had to deal with it because of the pandemic. Um, it just absolutely sucked because we had to see, you know, deal with the faces behind you. But uh, best and worst for me was the Thunderdome, and last day was July 9th. Now let's get to the worst. Um, my, let's see, one, two, three. So, honorary mention, I had, um, I had a, a Miz and Priest in a zombie match. As, as they were uh, promoting Army of the Dead on Netflix, absolutely awful. That was so bad. That was <laughs> there was that. I tend to forget about that. Um, let's see one, two. Th- that probably spelled the end of uh, Johnny Drip Drip. You know what I mean? You know what I'm saying? It was the beginning of the end. Uh, one more uh, honorary mention for worst was the return of Eva Marie. And how that did absolutely nothing, not only for her career, but 
screwed up the the possibility of another career in Piper Niven and WWE bringing her up and pulling what they do all the time is completely rebranding somebody and naming her Dewdrop. Um, she's taking the ball with it though. She is. She is now that now that Eva's gone. Like yeah. the, the 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 funny thing was is that she was she brought her in as her so you know quote unquote protege. Eva did absolutely nothing with her 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 character. If anything, it was the same that she had before. It hadn't changed. Um, Minus the wardrobe malfunctions, which made the other one better. Which made, which made the other one better. Um, the only thing you were going to do was eventually this Dewdrop character was going to turn on you, on Eva Marie. And she did. She branched out shocker. on her own. She, she, shocker. She branched out on her own. She was doing so well at NXT UK. She was a great wrestler. That eventually that was going to happen. That's the difference between when you're a good wrestler and you're not. Eva Marie, then you kind of get dropped off. So the, the idea of bringing her back after even those initial releases too. They had all these releases and they signed her and brought her back. And then they eventually let her go uh, in, the, in another round of releases. So there's, there's that honorary mention. Uh, so my here's my top five. Really no particular order, but I'm putting in order now. Um, number five, the Nikki, I call it the Nikki Ash experiment. The Nikki A.S.H. experiment. By and the way, if she ever wanted to start her own podcast, that is a great that title. Is <laughs> You're welcome. I already copyrighted. Uh, the Nikki A.S.H. experiment with uh, putting a belt on her and how that time frame just absolutely sucked for women's wrestling. It's, it hasn't been good to begin with lately. Uh, C I E C Survivor Series. Um, but... Just her and her her time with that belt just it, it made no sense. It really was just the summer that they try to push her. It was the entire character was just she's this person that is uh, coming from the ground up and and she's trying to push through and, and make it and she's gonna get keep getting pushed down, but she can do it. And her match with Charlotte Flair and and you know Tamina and. Uh, anybody else that that was so much bigger than her that that was the entire flow of her 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 title reign. Um, but she can teach the young kids that they can be almost a superhero. <laughs> it was very. Uh, Got to work on my Scottish a little bit. It was very female Drew McIntyre. Thank you. Yes. I don't know if I want to take that as a compliment it, it or an insult. That wasn't meant to be. But uh, we move on. We'll move on. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, so th- that was number five. Uh, that that title reign this summer, uh, no good, no bueno. Number four, Goldberg and Lashley, and this whole thing. And I think Goldberg has been in my top five worst every year that we <laughs> that I've had this thing. Um, and in particular, we had this match with with Lashley at SummerSlam, which went more than five minutes because you know you can you can feign like you're hurt and stand outside the ring for twenty minutes if you need to. My moment, particular moment, it was these two having a, a, a feud. In parentheses, his threatening to kill Lashley. Yeah. And if you remember this promo, uh, when they when Lashley announced it was going to be a no holds barred, and I typed it out verbatim for what he said to Lashley. Lashley goes, uh, "I challenge you to a no holds barred match." And Goldberg then says, "Good, because a no holds barred match gives me a license to kill." You think I'm crazy? I am. You want an apology? I'll give you an apology. I'll apologize to your kids after I leave your lifeless body in the middle of the ring, gasping for air. There's one thing for sure, Bobby Lashley. 
you're next, and you're dead. Unquote. He said this. He said this to another man. (laughs) It's a fire promo, though. If you're looking to put the the threat of God in someone, sure, I'm going to kill you. Yeah. (laughs) I'm going to kill you, and you better be good with it. (laughs) Like, we're going to have... It makes it personal by him saying that he's going to leave his children fatherless. Rey Mysterio and Seth Rollins can have an eye for an eye match that can permanently, yet not permanently, magically return your eyeball. Listen, we will have a death match. An actual death I mean, match. I'm going to kill you. I mean, AEW did it, but well, we don't talk about that. Oh, no, we will. And also, I'm going guess, guess to put that Seth Rollins. Um, oh, no. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah, that makes sense. Go that ahead. makes sense. Go on. I'm going to put that Seth Rollins and Rey Mysterio match into the uh, we don't talk about that anymore category. <laughs> okay. Fair enough. Because I can't talk about Bray Wyatt anymore because he's gone. Mm-hmm. So it can't be in that category. We have to talk about that. Well, we're about to talk about him, too. Uh <sighs> we're, we're rehashing. so disappointed every time you do every year you do these and i'm just like oh i forgot about that yeah that was real this, shitty that happened this year yeah um i'm rehashing old uh uh healed wounds i apologize all right so number four so number Bray four <laughs> number four was bobby lashley and, and goldberg and getting threats of threats of death number three was a randy orton fiend storyline okay uh, I can get behind that. I put that there. It's, hold on. I, ha- I had it written here, and I just lost my my train of thought here. Um, well, I'll, pl- okay, I'll plug so, one in real quick. Yes, go uh, ahead. Go, go ahead. There you go. No, go ahead. Um, I liked how he got burned alive, but I don't like how he just magically reappeared as someone else. So he was. the whole point was to start him as a new character, this burnt fiend. That match... In and of itself, could be on the list just for how it ended. Um, absolutely, him getting burned alive. Hey, wait, okay, it wasn't him. I, I love that part. <laughs> Actually, you know what? Honorable mention on my list of top things of 2021. Sure, Bray Wyatt getting burned alive in the middle of a wrestling ring—that was pretty cool. That was pretty cool. <laughs> I, I wish, I wish it was him, but yeah, that was pretty cool. You had, you had a dummy. You wish death upon the man. How you, dare you? You had a dummy. Get caught on fire. I'm no dummy. All right. They had a dummy caught on fire. You couldn't have. You couldn't have at least put like. And, and listen, the, the idea of Thunderdome also, and I'm gonna go back to this list, was that you had the opportunity, and we saw this with Alexa Bliss and her character, and how she completely gleamed off of of the fiend in that whole situation. But you had. Yes, sorry. Uh, you had this character where now you had the the ability to edit and do cuts like you did in that match you could have had someone replace the fiend in a fire suit and set him on fire and at least make it look realistic you didn't even have to have him bray wyatt didn't even have to be in the ring you had someone masked as him and just cover him in that goo light him on fire and he could have run around the ring and then you know ran to the back or something the the whole ending just absolutely sucked Uh, that's that was my point does another one of your worst things also include fire no Okay, never mind. Number one on my worst things uh, but, yeah, list this it, year, it, it, it Cody might... Rhodes getting lit on fire because he doesn't know how to put Andrade through a table correctly. Oh, <laughs> that was not on my list. That was not on my list. I was trying to cut you off to see if you were going to say my my thing, but no, you're right. That's that whole thing. Um, what else had to do with fire? What else would I be talking potential about? Potential fire. We'll, we'll get to it. Oh, we'll okay. We'll I know. I know what you're talking about. Um, I'll, yeah, I'll let Cody, you go. Cody Rhodes, listen, that match was, was insane too. I... I, I 
like Cody Rhodes. Here's a bad take. I like Cody Rhodes because he can wrestle. I like Andrade. I just think that spot they missed. That was it. They missed. You missed the fire table. You completely missed the spot where he had to do a backdrop onto a table and you missed it. This is why we're professional. And no, no, no. I know. I know exactly what I was doing. Okay. okay. You were just muting yourself to. First. I know. I got gotcha. you. I know what I was doing. All right. Now go on to your number two. <laughs> that was so funny to say. My shit number two. <laughs> uh, where, where was I? I don't even know. That was number three. I'm sorry. I'm still at number three. Hold on. Don't rush me. My number three. Randy Orton and Fiend. Uh, because you had, first of all, you had that shitty match. Uh, that he got set on fire, but it really wasn't him. And then you made it to Mania. And all this buildup for the two of them to get to Mania. And it, it shit the bed because you had you basically had uh, Alexa Bliss turn on The Fiend. The Fiend lost. And that was the end of the match. And there was no explanation for any of it. It just yeah. it just absolutely sucked. All this buildup just to get to this point and And Randy Orton won the match. And that was it. It, made it was no supposed to be Samson and Delilah. They were going for that. It they did. were going for that. It, and they, they hit the nail on the head with it, but they never capitalized they on it. They never capitalized. Never. So there was that. So the the, the whole build up to that. By the way, where's Alexa Bliss been? Huh? Anybody? Um, Bueller? I'm, I'm assuming that they're trying to reset this character because, it, it, you, again, you had female fiend who just it's done nothing since he left it made it makes no sense now to have this this character and he went with lily and the doll it it made no sense once he he left uh number two on my list Mm -hmm. (laughs) does it have to do with fire potential fire okay yeah i know what you're talking about now aw revolution the exploding Uh, death match ring match match ring exploding death match match ring moxley and omega and the the build up for this also was absolutely insane because you you had them they they had to build it up obviously you just want you, first of all it's a, it's a Japan thing it's not an American thing so you have to explain what it is so when you see the build up week after week for this match you see the examples of how it could look and then when it actually pays off like holy shit I want to see this match not only am I seeing John Moxley versus Kenny Omega for the belt I want to see these two. So I want to see something explode and someone catch on fire. There's a possibility of that, which is why we we watch anything is for the possibility of something to happen that might we be dangerous. guaranteed an explosion. So you had these moments where someone would, ooh, is he going to get thrown into the ring, into, into the ropes? Is he? Oh, wait, no, no, he's so close. Oh, he missed it. He missed the barbed wire. It's a, and then it would happen. And then the explosion would happen. I'm like, oh, shit, that's awesome. That's great. Like, these moments where Moxie would get thrown into the, into the ropes, uh, into the barbed wire. Omega would do the same thing, and you're like, "Oh my god!" Like that spot, even though it probably never hurt, it was just a pop and it, it the smoke. It still added something to it. So when you had the countdown on the clock, and they're going at it for what was it, thirty minutes, or was it sixty minutes? Thirty. It was thirty minutes. Thirty minutes. Ten minutes remaining. Excalibur would be saying five minutes remaining. Three minutes. Oh my god! Uh, here comes a uh, elite. Oh my! Holy shit! It's it's happening. 60 seconds, oh 60 my God. seconds, counting down. 30 seconds. Everybody get out of there. What's going on? Wait, is that Eddie Kingston? Eddie Kingston. Here comes Eddie Kingston. Oh, my God. He's covering Moxley. Two, one. I've seen, I've seen better fireworks at Live Nightclub in Miami, brother. 
straight up coming out of a freaking uh, a boat full of booze. I need to put a disclaimer. I have never been to that nightclub. I was, I just, say, when was, was the first one that came to my mind. You, there was nothing. It, nothing happened. And so when yeah. and, and Excalibur trying to sell it was the, one, of the, the, one of the funny toppers of the whole experience was that he's, he's going at, absolutely insane because he needs the cover for this shit that happened. And then you see Eddie Kingston roll over, lay on his back, and it fades to black that's the end of the show and you hear the crowd start to boo <laughs> and then come to find out afterwards and everybody in the moment was like was that it was it supposed to be more and then you see video hap- uh, come up online of people on their phones the, the booing that just took over Daly's place and then John Moxley getting on the mic and apologizing and saying you know I know Omega I have respect for Omega but this was shit <laughs> this whole thing was shit like people watch this match in this main event to get this explosion and you got nothing. At least a loud boom. Give me a boom or something with the smoke and cover the ring. Nothing. You had, you had absolutely nothing. It was, it was probably one of the worst fails in wrestling. One of the worst. Adam fails Cole's entrance music is louder than that boom! explosion. <laughs> it is. I swear that was one by not by far. It was one of the worst fails. I, I mean, you had you can talk about fails. Gobbly Gooker. Uh, we we constantly go. You know, Katie Vick. Any any fail you can possibly think of. This is up there. Because it was just the one of the worst duds in wrestling. It really was. Charlotte trying to put Sasha through that table in Hell in a Cell. <laughs> I think that was a not that was not a gimmick table. I think it was just a, a real table that just yeah. would not break. That is number two. Or she's like ninety pounds soaking wet. People forget about that. This is true, right? You need like to like push her through that thing. Um, yeah, but Tony Storm touches a table and it touches a commentary booth in NXT and it just collapses. It just collapses. Uh Number one uh, is, I mean, probably the obvious number one, and it just we, we this has happened before in previous years. Nothing to the extent of this year. This is yeah. by far the worst that they've they've gone through as far as the amount of people uh, in total, but the overall releases in WWE. Yeah, more than a hundred names. More than a hundred names. Um, and yeah, big names. And we're talking first off from the. Tell me, you have a list of all of them. I have a list of all of them. I'm not going through all all of them, but okay. I will go through the main names um, from the from the bottom to the most like the, the most egregious. Uh, for, we, mind you, also this year, in case you forgot, we had uh, Adnan Burke as uh, raw, <laughs> raw commentator. So let me put that in, in amongst the worst of of this the subsets of worst. Um, again, he I, was in WWE shorter than Santino Morella in the Royal Rumble. This, that one, <laughs> but uh, he, thank you. He, uh, uh, again, he's on uh, Dan Lebetard. He has his own. Uh, it's called the Cinephile Podcast, where he talks about movies. He, he has a very. He's on ESPN. Actually, now he's on uh, MLB Network. He's Nerd a great talent. Yeah, he's a great talent. <laughs> he's a great talent. It, I, I listen. I follow. Sports and I follow wrestling, and he's great. In bo- he was great in sports, not great in wrestling. He absolutely sucked. Um, Adnan Verk, Tom Phillips, let go. What? Uh, Jeff Jarrett as a backstage producer, what? gone. Uh, speaking of Bray Wyatt, JoJo, peace what? out. Uh, another announcer, Greg Hamilton, peace what? out. Um, <laughs> so who else? Uh, the alt right racist Drake Wirtz, NXT referee. He doesn't deserve one. 
I'm sorry? He doesn't deserve one. I'm just put, pointing out that he was uh, all those things. Uh, no, I know, but like a what? He doesn't deserve it. Oh, he doesn't deserve one. Got it. Gotcha. Uh, expiring contracts. He had Daniel Bryan, Adam Cole, Big What? Show. What? What? <laughs> uh, Lars Sullivan. Gone. Well, no. uh, Andrade. Gone. So we what? had Mojo Raleigh, Tucker. What? Uh, Kalisto. What? Chelsea Green. What? I love you, Chelsea Green. What? Uh, Bo Dallas. Billy. What? You could do, do this for the entire thing, aren't you? I don't know. Maybe when you get to the bigger ones. <laughs> Uh, Billy Kay, Peyton Royce, Mickey James had her her stuff uh, thrown in, in a garbage what? bag and sent to him. Uh, sent to her. Uh, Samoa Joe released, came what? back. Never explained why he lost the belt in NXT. Uh, I'm still waiting for never that. never appeared since. I'm I'm still waiting for that ex- explanation. That was April fifteenth, mind you. These are all uh, on different days. So we started. Uh, all all the smaller names were throughout the year. Um, Lars Sullivan, I mentioned Andrade, March twenty first. Uh, April 15th, I mentioned all those names, Samoa Joe, May 19th, uh, Jasmine Duke, Velveteen Dream, Vanessa Bourne, Alexander Wolf. Uh, all, like I said, I'm just doing the big names. June 2nd, Alistair Black, Buddy Murphy, what? What? Braun no. Strowman, what? Lana, what? Ruby Riot. Like that was, what? that was a big day, June 2nd. Uh, June 25th, uh, Killian Dane, um, Let's see here. Uh, Tyler Breeze, Fandango, Tony Nice. Tony Nice is now in AEW. Nah. Um, let's see. July 31st, Bray Wyatt. What? Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> Ric Flair after oh. uh, going through his, his, his storyline with Lacey Evans and uh, his, his uh, coming out of that Dark Side of the Ring episode not looking that great. Ric Flair gets released. Uh, let's see here. August 6th, uh, right after this uh, 2.0 was announced, we had Leon Ruff, Jake Atlas, Tyler Rust, uh, Mercedes Martinez in AEW what? now, Bobby Fish, AEW now, what? Bronson Reed in Impact, what? right? Impact? N- Impact and New Japan. And New Japan, Bronson Reed. Um, November- Jonah. What? He's known as Jonah. Jonah, yes. Uh, let's see, November 4th, Ember Moon, Grand Metalik, what? Lindsay Dorado, what? Frankie Monet, uh, Oni Lorkin, Harry what? Smith, Mia Yim, Eva Marie, what? What? Nia Jax, Scarlett Bardot, who's now an OnlyFans, 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 <laughs> Karrion Cross, uh, B-Fab, what? and Ke- Keith Lee. What? Uh, and Karrion Cross, uh, in an interview, uh, I think it was today or yesterday, uh, basically said that he, he, it's the second that he came up to the main roster. It didn't feel right. Yeah, did not. Feel he started right. laughing about the costume too. I mean, how could you not? Uh, November eighteenth. I mean, everybody else was. Yeah, no, absolutely. November eighteenth. Uh, this was the big day for uh, the recent call-ups of uh, Tegan Knox and Hit Row were, were called up. What? Then these releases: Shane Thorne, Jackson Riker, Tegan Knox. <laughs> as soon as he got called up, gone. Drake Maverick, Top Dollar. What? Ashanti Adonis. What? what? Isaiah Swerve Scott. What? Uh, Mr. Moist, John Morrison. What? Those all happened November 18th. Um, Jeff Hardy. What? Jeff, <laughs> Jeff Hardy. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, Jeff Hardy. Um, yeah. He, what? He got released uh, due to substance abuse. and Allegedly. Nah, listen. You, he, it was alleged substance abuse. They asked him to go to rehab, and he refused. 
So that therefore, I have to remove the allegedly part. And if you're refusing to get help that you need, I have no remorse for you. I'm sorry. I loved him. And not, not to mention the fact that he was getting huge bump, a huge push uh, at some point. Roman Reigns to the point said that he would have had a program with him, with Jeff Hardy. Uh, and he was getting s- such a push from the crowd too. And he's listen. You don't want to help yourself? Then I I have no no remorse for you. I I really hope him the best in his future endeavors. And I'm sure we'll see him in AEW. Uh, come when uh, Tony Khan requires him to go through the rehab when his money's starting to run out and he has no choice but to go to rehab so he can get a job. Um, then we'll see him in AEW uh, under the uh, the Willow uh, mask. And he can do that shit with uh, with Matt Hardy. Um, that'd be great. And then, as of today, Get a little brother brother Nero action. Brother Nero, that'd be amazing on the compound. And then, as of today, <sighs> hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Uh, you do your thing first, and then my thing. Look at that booty. Show me the booty. Give me the booty. I want the booty. Back up the booty. I need the booty. I like the booty. Oh, what a booty. Miss Tony Storm. Miss Tony Storm. Miss Tony Storm, yes. That's yeah. what it wa- sounds like when she walks down the street. Booty round, booty. <laughs> <laughs> Tony Storm, uh, initially thought to have been released by the company, is now internal belief saying that she asked for her release. Uh, okay. She had, uh, she had just had screen time with uh, Charlotte Flair going for the title. Title match, yeah. Um, according to a follow-up from Fightful Select... Sean Ross Sapp uh, reports that there was belief within WWE that Tony Storm requested her release Why? from WWE. Uh, her departure will likely come with a 90-day non-compete. Um, he says, I, I, spoke to, I spoke to uh, people within WWE who believe Tony Storm asked for her release from the company. The memo that went out did not list budget cuts as the reason, as has been tradition as of late. March 29th. Um, so, yeah. Add her to the list, and that it's uh, unless we can come up with something in two days as far as another name, that would probably be your last name for twenty twenty one, Tony Storm. And there weirder you go. things have happened. This <laughs> weirder things have happened in the WWE. <laughs> if you come out with something on uh, on New Year's Eve SmackDown when they do the the best of <laughs> the best of the of the year. Oh, by the way, we, we let go of uh, Roman Reigns. Sorry. <laughs> we wish him well in his future endeavors. Uh, that is my list, best and worst uh, for the year. And uh, that worst is bad. I can agree with pretty much all of it. The worst is bad. The the best, yeah. the best is is really good, and the best can always be subjective. But the worst is the worst. <laughs> and releasing well over a hundred people in in a year where half of the year was in a an arena that you were just pulling in advertising dollars um and you were in the black yeah it's 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 kind of weird so there's that um shout out to Jim Ross who uh returned tonight and he announced that he's cancer free so thank god thank goodness um have you seen the pictures of his leg i have yeesh yeah yeah he was diagnosed that is not diagnosed fun to go through with skin cancer uh Underwent twenty two radiation treatments. Yeah, twenty two, and they were all like day, like within twenty. It was twenty two days. He did one a day. I'm one pretty day. sure. Um, 
Noted, he noted on his Twitter that he's cancer-free, and then he returned tonight. And uh, he got a huge round of applause. He got a huge standing ovation, and then CM Punk also shouted him out, too. Yeah. Which I thought was really cool. So a- anything as far as returns, uh, especially when it has to deal with cancer, I'm all about. So it was good to see him again and hear him on the mic. Um, no mistakes from him, either. So that was good. Um, the last thing I will Welcome mention. to WWE Dynamite. <laughs> Dynamite. It's Wednesday, and you know what that means. Uh, last thing I will mention, we went to myself, Rob... Uh, his sister Kara, his uh, her daughter Gianna went to uh, MSG this past Sunday to witness the WWE Live Holiday Tour that consisted of none of the main events that we were promised. The vid, really? The vid, the vid. Oh uh, right, I, uh, I, I will uh, say this: Becky and Seth had something right, and so that coupled. Be- so Seth came out and said that he was uh, he tested positive. They were both, excuse me, they were both to have a. A main event match in a steel cage. That didn't happen. Steel cage matches happened. That one didn't happen. Um, first off, I will say that MSG, uh, for that show, there were a lot of empty seats. There were a ton, really? a ton of empty seats. Um, I mean, it, there's, there's no... The, the only cameras are there are really, obviously, for in-house, so you can see it on the big screens. But, like, normally where there's the cameras on the, on the hard side... Uh, there were no cameras or there were seats, but there were still like spots everywhere. I mean, it couldn't have, if you went on, on Ticketmaster, you still had your, your choice of seats anywhere in the house. Um, and it, it's, it was, I mean, between COVID and COVID, it really, it, it just didn't sell out. Um, I will say though, that was a good show. Uh, uh, Finn Balor was involved. We had AJ Styles versus Omos. Uh, main event was Kevin Owens versus Edge. We had the Miz um, take on Damian Priest. Uh, he got he got a huge uh, uh, shout because of, you know, coming from New York, he came in with, with a, his own uh, Knicks jersey on. I saw um, that. So that was that was pretty cool. Uh, he also came out towards the end uh, when Miz came to interfere with the Owens Edge match. He came out to uh, throw Miz out, and then Edge kind of pushed him and got him to get a pop from the crowd. That he was like. Uh, He's been, he's been coming to MSG. He only came to MSG to see WWE, and this is his first time at MSG. So everybody gave him an ovation. Uh, I thought that was cool. Um, but a ton of a ton of seats. Uh, names that were supposed to be there that were not. Um, it was Big E supposed to be there. Bianca Belair, even though Street Profits performed in a steel cage match with uh, for the titles against Randy Orton um, and Riddle, and then the other team was the. Uh, at Alpha Academy. Um, anyway, uh, there was no need for that steel cage match. I'll, I'll put that out there too because they didn't use it. <laughs> but uh, Bianca Belair was supposed to be there. Becky Lynch, Zelina Vega, Bobby Lashley. All missed those events. Yeah, Zelina missed it? Zelina was out. Tampa, Florida. Oh, that's so heartbreaking. In Tampa, Florida. Who are you, you telling? Uh, Tampa, Florida had an event. Roman Reigns was out for that one. Shinsuke Nakamura out. Xavier Woods out. And they were all told that it was due to COVID. They did come out at the beginning of the night and basically apologize, but say that we were going to have a good night of wrestling. Uh, it was good. It was good. Um, Who came out? Oh, the uh, uh, Mike Woods, the announcer, had, had made the, the statement that uh, okay, um, that due to COVID, we had some some missing in action again because those were the two main events that were advertised heavily, and the only person that was there for the main event was Kevin Owens. So they had to kind of change it change it on the fly and that's when it turned into Kevin Owens versus Edge for the, the main event so there was that just wanted to, to point that out with the, the MSG uh, show and that it was just 
not even half full. I would say maybe like five thousand people in the, in the whole wow. class. Yeah, it was it was light in a twenty thousand seat arena. Jesus <laughs> Christ! Yeah, no, not good. And 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 also you you're missing uh, a good quarter of it because there's no seats sold behind the the stage. So yeah, there was that too. So yeah, that's uh, that's it. That that's that's it. Twenty twenty one in in the books. Is there anything else that I'm missing from this year, from these past couple of days, that we need to discuss that we haven't discussed? Uh, just that the greatest song of all time got released on Christmas, so that was also pretty cool. No, that was really cool, actually. One Jing- of the greatest Christmas presents I ever got. Jingle bells? No, I'm talking about the one released on Christmas, not the one about Christmas. Um, released on Christmas. Yeah. You know. The Hanukkah song. No. You want one more guess? Or you want me to tell you? No. I'm not the one to go at. You fuck around me, Joe Black. There it is. Um, that's it, everybody. <laughs> we we are done. Um, the year is over. Here is to uh, 2022 being just as crazy, and of course, probably um, you know, filled with a ton more releases from WWE. Um, I, 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 I appreciate the fact that they did these releases and now they're looking to uh, grab more people from the college scene doing a lot of recruiting from, from the college ranks so NXT get ready for a bunch of names that you're just going to get thrown at and debuts uh, people that you've and are never, very green. Never, heard of, never heard of in your life so there's that and extremely green extremely extremely green uh, yeah that is it, everybody. I'm gonna go out. We went. We came in with your theme song. I know I've played this in the past, um, but I'm gonna play out my theme song. I'll tell you, one day I'm just gonna, I'm gonna be a wrestler. Just come out like one time. It's gonna be a one night only thing, and I'm gonna come out to this, and uh, I'm gonna kick someone in the balls and just hit him with a chair and then run away. Hell yeah. yeah! That's it. That's the way to do it. You get a Sean Spears it. That's it. You hit him and you get out. That's it. Oh my god. I get ants when I hear this shit. Oh. It really is, man. Oh, shit. Let me know. Let us all know in the comments also in Twitter what your theme song is. Lots to talk about on Twitter. Sons of Slam show. That's it, everybody. Guys, thank you so much for an amazing year. Uh, hoping that we can get to more events in the new year and that we are just getting to enjoy wrestling more together. <laughs> and uh, I'm, I'm looking forward to next Wednesday, birthday edition of not only the show, but of Dynamite. Oh, and Dynamite. Dynamite. Um, I'm going to be smoking a lot of weed that night, just so you know. Uh, Hell yeah. So there's that. Uh, guys, hit us up again. Twitter, please let us know what you think. Uh, my name is Chris Mindell, along with the, the Reaper, Nas's own, Mr. Joe Black. Sir. Happy New Year to all. It's been a pleasure. And to all, a good night. I'm on 21 sitting on the fire. Up in here, it's burning hot. We all fire. Shouldn't take it off if it gets too hot. Up in this spot, we all fire. Tell the roof on smoke. Let the roof on fire. What you say? We get loose in the smoke. Let the roof fall The Sons of Slam Podcast.